When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. This is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well for this channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you don't miss any good content or any content we put out. It's all good anyway. I'd like to thank our channel sponsors on Tucket. There they are. Check them out in the description below. So we have another X Hammers My Hammers 11 for you. I believe over 80 we've had, and this man is one of the most requested we've had. We've got this man coming on very, very soon. <laughs> That's decent, that is, isn't it? I a bit, a bit, bit of a beat for you, Mark, because I think you know you're you're very must be tired. You're the, as I said, you're the busiest ex professional I know. Uh, more miles than Lewis Hamilton. That's the thing. Come on, come to on. Say. Yeah, well, busy man, busy man. Try to busy be. Man. It makes the days go go quicker, though, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. How how are you, man? How is how is things in the Harewood household? No, good, mate. Very good. Um, can't grumble really. Everyone's well. Family's well. We've just gone from a mad probably last year and a half it's been quite crazy um but yeah family's uh, very well thank you brilliant brilliant and and it feels weird we've had all this football like we had the, had the premier league we had the euros and then obviously we've still got the olympics and the season kicks off next week what's going on with that i know it's gone really quickly hasn't it really manic. quickly manic, manic, you can't manic. Run, but looking forward to it oh yeah and i think it's great because obviously the fans will be back you know we'll have proper you know it won't just be me on my todd swinging around an empty stadium they'll be like you know, 60,000 at London Stadium. Yeah, be interesting, obviously, with West Ham. Now the fans are back because uh, yeah. they've gone the season without fans and they've done really, really well. Yeah, I know. I think I think it's uh, I think it's a bit of yin and yang. I think it's helped. It helped at the beginning, but the end, yeah. 
I think the fans would have given them an extra boost. But yeah, Definitely. looking forward to it. And all the fans are clucking to get back as well, which is great, you know. So see, he's, he's so busy, his phone goes off. You know, yeah. he's such a busy man. But no, <laughs> I think it's great, fun. man. And and hopefully, uh, and obviously, you had the you had the big game yesterday on Sunday. The old yeah, for the yeah. Dom's mission okay. that went well. Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, it was good, good, good cause. Uh, obviously, being an ambassador for him, I try and help them out as much as I can. Yeah, I tell you, man, he's very, very good. And, and obviously, AC thirteen, manic. Yeah, I can't Yeah, it's going really well. It's going really well. Thank you. It's really good, man. Right. So, uh, what we what we like to do with these things, we like to find out about sort of obviously your time at West Ham. We do your eleven. We've got a few questions from some of the viewers and stuff as well. But in terms of right at the beginning, man, so right at the beginning, you know, obviously, you know, you signed in November, I think, two thousand three from mm-hmm. Forest, half a million quid. How did that all happen? Because that's what I find really interesting is how transfers happen from the players. Yeah, God, you're asking the wrong person that, really. Because <laughs> um, my, my agent would be the best person to ask about that. Because um, we had uh, Notts and Forest, we had a good year before that. Yeah. Um, almost, obviously, playoffs final. We got knocked out by Sheffield United. Well, I can vaguely remember them and obviously came back in that season. <clears throat> and then um, West Ham, my agent said West Ham was interested. Um, I was thinking I was on my last year on my contract. I've been at Forest for so long, and I thought it was time for me to to have a change. And especially when a club like West Ham coming for me, you can't really turn them things down. Obviously, being a London boy and knowing the history of West Ham, um, I just wanted to try and be part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, you know, we've we've had we've had people like Bobby on and, and, and various others. Obviously, Pards, he he did he woo you? Did he woo you? He did woo me. He did woo me. He made me, like, as a player, 10 feet tall, gave me the confidence yeah. and everything like that, saying I'm going to be his number one. Um, he's going to play me week in, week out. Obviously, as a player, that's what you, that's what you want to hear. And sure. Obviously, going to West Ham and he's telling you that, then you can't really turn things like that down and what he wants to achieve, which was amazing. Yeah, 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 and uh, and obviously you, you you sort of hit the ground running, really. To be honest, I mean, you know, if I remember, and actually looking through sort of your gut, you know, I think you scored a brace on your home debut, which is always a good thing. Yeah, that's always a great thing to do. Um, and then obviously then, you know, and we had sort of and then obviously you know, I mean, just that back in the we was in the championship, you were banging the goals in for fun. It seems top goal scorers. I think oh four oh five. You're top goal scorer, twenty four goals or something like that. You're picking me up. You're making me feel good. That's the idea. I'm not going to come in and slag you off. Yeah, Yeah. we'll come to that later. We'll talk about the FA Cup later. Don't worry. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, And so, so, I mean, for for you, it must have been like you know, because I think some people they they move and they they don't take time to blood in. Um, But you you literally hit the ground running straight away, wasn't it? What was what was it? Why 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 did it just work? Um, just at a time in my career, it just, it was time for me to move and the, the, the caliber of players I was playing with when I moved, obviously playing up front with Jermaine Defoe, you had Michael mm-hmm. Carrick and Dan Hutchison and all them players at, yeah. at the club at the time, obviously they, they, they wanted to get back to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I was, I was a, a, a good good time at a club and that's where they that's where they wanted to be and obviously well, I, I was scoring quite a few goals so they they needed a goal scorer to, to get back to to the Premier League yeah and the first the first time didn't work so well um you know we obviously we got to the playoffs lost the pad I, I, do you know what? I still 
I still can't when like when I used to do a little bit of DJing for my friends and family like weddings, yeah. people asked me to play Glad all over. I still don't play it because I've just this vision of Cardiff, all those <laughs> yellow shirts. Glad all the baby. Oh, it just winds me up that song so much. But yeah, it was I mean, it was it was it was frustrating, but obviously, you know, for you, obviously, you know, you as a player obviously it's, it's a it's, it's a horrible it's a great way to go up it's a horrible way to not go up if that makes sense and you obviously yeah. you have both sides of the both sides of the spectrum so to speak um when, when you came back when you came back in the summer you know after not going up was it always right this is it we're going to do it again or, or yeah you know, yeah well to be fair parts recruited really really well yeah. our dressing room that year was incredible um we had some great players in there and we just formed a really good bond with each other um, that season, it was just we just knew um, we was gonna we was gonna go up, um, get into the get into the playoffs, and if we got into that stage again, um, we just knew that in the final that we'll win. Yeah, yeah. Like a feeling. And and what's it like going out? You know, I know I know it was at Cardiff, but not at Wembley, but still the mm. same thing. Sort of knowing, well, both sides really, because you walked out twice with West Ham. You know, yeah. knowing that this yeah. after ninety minutes you could be a Premier League player. That's like all your dreams come true. Yeah. But to be fair, obviously you're saying it was at the time Cardiff was amazing. Yeah, it was stadium brilliant. Was, Loved um, it. Stadium was unreal. Um, we played there three times. I think I know, it was. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was crazy. Uh, what what good good three years, four years that I had. Um, but yeah, coming out in that stadium and in the playoff final, we, we in the changing room we just knew that it was our time because yeah. um, we've been in this in this stage before, and we know what it took to to obviously get to the Premier League. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And it's it's true. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, I think I the same car park space three years in a row. Um and it was always Ipswich, wasn't it? Always Ipswich in the always in the, in the why, yeah. I don't know why it was Ipswich, but those games people still talk about as being the best games they've seen from an atmosphere with West Ham. Yeah, it? It it's it's me, me and Bobby had a bit of a formula going. We we had an understanding. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a great lad and we just knew where we where each other wanted to be and where we wanted the ball and stuff like that. We just formed a good partnership. Yeah, no, you did, man. It was good. And as I said, yeah, so, you know, for, so then then obviously you go up and, you know, you still, you know, we're in the Premier League now and, and everyone's like all a bit worried, but you're still not being top goal scorer for us that season. I think 14 goals or something like that season. You know, we did all right in the Premier League and then we ended up in in the in the FA Cup final. Um yeah. and so, so we're off to Cardiff again. Uh, yeah. we know the way by then. We don't need to sat nav it. We 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 know the way there. Um that literally from where you were to where like three years like two or three, or three seasons later. Yeah, three seasons. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible yeah, sort of Yeah. Uh, I, I, obviously people ask me the question of like probably one of your questions what, what club was the best? Uh, it's, it's just West Ham. That then no, three years. Like, I know the answer already, Maz. Don't worry. Yeah, then three years, like you said, it was just incredible. Um, yet again, cut parts, recruited well, and how he dealt with the players, that the caliber players we had. We had a lot of characters in our yeah. in our dressing room, a lot of them, and he dealt with them very, very well. Um, just to form a, a good team bonding, and the lads looked after each other, and, and it showed on the pitch. Obviously, like you said, going to the Premier League, and we just had no sort of no fear situation to be fair the West Ham fans helped that situation in the way they <clears throat> their passion and how they are about the club um so we knew when we go out out there we have to give 110 percent every game um it meant something to them that we needed to win and and I think that showed getting to the final 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, as I said, you, you've walked out that same tunnel three times in a row. That third time, FA Cup final. I mean, you were like, you know, as a kid, that's what you watch is the FA Cup final, dream, isn't it? Dream it must have been it. It's just crazy. It, 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 that's obviously a cliche thing. Dreams do come true. But mm. yeah, that was one of them for me growing up, going, watching FA Cup finals and stuff like that. And actually to do it myself was, it was amazing. And during that time, <coughs> excuse me, going up, Two nil up. Obviously, I'm looking at Dino, and he's looking yeah. at me, and we're like, "This is for real." Like, we're yeah. we're two nothing. Every cup final. It's about forty thousand people doing the same thing while at the same time. <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy. Really I know, I know. We had Conch on, and Conch has finally admitted that it was a cross, not a, not a shot. Um, did, he, did he admit? It? Yeah, he admitted it. He said, <clears> at the end of the day, right? If if I'd scored that like last season. You can sort of because there's some crazy goals. The ball does crazy things. You could probably think oh, it was it, but no, it wasn't squad last season. But yeah, no, it was it was absolutely man- mental. And as you said, you know, one of those things in it, like like our dreams, they fade and die, don't they, Marlon? When we, yeah. when when your war songs about things fading and dying, unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant no, to be. It wasn't. Scaloni, Scaloni, just clear it. Yeah, poor lad, poor lad. Poor lad. He's, he's he, a good lad as well, to be fair. Yeah, and he, he has just won the Copa America, so you know he's done all right distraught he was we'll claim it yeah it was distraught. same as everyone and and obviously i i, I had that vision as of literally that like i i was i was there and you was bless you, you had one leg left up by the end of the game didn't you yeah. and the wrong leg i was like oh i was there i was there no, but it's uh, literally literally when you talk to a west ham fan now that's all they remember they remember the 90 minutes or the extra time <laughs> literally remember me swinging my my left chocolate foot leg when I was broken. <laughs> That's the only moment oh, they think about. I'm like, God, there's been eight goals. Was it eight? Um, yeah, seven goals. Was it? Yeah. Four, 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 yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. And, and that's the only moment they, they remember. I know. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. But for you, I, well, I that, my memory of, of you playing for West Ham is literally, I used to call, I used to call it Harewood Corner. So between yeah. the, between the um, wherever they called it that week, the, the Dr. Martins or the Betway, whoever they called it, stand, and the Bobby Moore stand. That's where our box was. So, obviously, we're underneath the scoreboard. That's what, and that yeah, was that yeah. me was Harewood Corner because you'd always <laughs> drag the ball in there, little trick along the byline every time. Harewood Corner, every time, got, man. Got some good goals down that corner as well. Got some great, got great goals, great goals. I mean, let's include I mean, one of the questions someone asked is about that, that semi final goal. Um, I mean, again, that goal, you know, the goal that took us into the FA Cup, that is stuff that schoolboys dream of doing that, isn't yeah. it? And it's, it's just a combination of things, obviously, learned through training with pros that I've had, Bobby, Teddy, yeah. Dino. We just had an understanding and working together. And, like, the flick on from Dino, um, I just knew I had to get onto that ball, if you get what I mean. So. yeah, yeah. yeah. When he when he flipped it, I just know I had to get my touch, and then I had um, Southgate there, and I just had to. It's just one of the moments that you, your touch has got to be forward, and then you got to yeah. hit it as hard as you can, and, and literally I hit it as hard as I can, especially on my left foot, and it's just one of the moments that you never think about, forget the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's so true, so true, and it's as you said, there was such a great dressing room when you were there. You know, as you said, you had. It was a real great. And we, I remember we had we had Nige on a we had Coke on a while ago, and he was talking about the, the dressing room as well. In fact, you had this sort of really amazing blend. You had a lot of sort of yeah. young players like yourselves. You had even younger players like Nige. Really, you had guys like Teddy Sheringham. I mean, the the the, the span of age groups. 
And it's obviously the first season you joined, still a Carrick in there and Defoe. Mm. And I mean, I mean, a question I think Andy said about, about Teddy. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where, you know, um, no, no, Carl, actually. What was it like playing with Teddy? Yeah, because he must have been an incredible influence in your. Oh, unbelievable. It's, 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 it's weird to explain it. As a as a pro, you would you would understand the language sure. when you watch him and how it is. Obviously, when you see him as uh, as a fan, you see how, how really good he is. He is, but in training, just everything he brings to the game and he's talking and explaining to you and his movement and how he is as a person, it, he's just he's unreal. He's unreal, and obviously, yeah. what he's gone on to do in his, his career um, and at all the clubs that he's been to, to have that addition to the to the squad was was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I think I can't remember who he spoke to. It was one of some, and he said how Teddy was like, he was on those guys where he'd you know he'd, he'd be the one badgering you to go and go and get an extra you know might bit money on your contract where they'll be dragging you to the manager's office and because he knew how it worked and yeah, it just Teddy was to be... it'll just help you any yes. anywhere you needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally. And obviously, we said on the on the little sort of highlighting that sort of intro thing, Hammer of the Year runner up in two thousand six. Now we've yeah. had quite a few guys who have won Hammer of the Year who have been runners up. What's it like as a player being voted one of the best players for their you know for the team that season? It must yeah. be a bizarre thing. Um, well, well, I wouldn't say bizarre. It's, it's, a, it's a special moment yes. for that person. It's a special moment for me. Um, but Matthew Everton, I think, won it. Yeah, um, he had an unbelievable year yeah, uh, as, a, as a winger and um, his assists and what he's achieved that year. Because um, he he helped me, he helped me get my goals yeah. with performances yeah, yeah. and his crosses and how he worked so hard. So you can't really turn something like that um, to get to get runners up. I, I was quite privileged to to get runners up. But Matty that year was was um, was unbelievable. Yeah, 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 and it's still, you know, as I said, runner-up. That's that's yeah, it's one of the top two. You know, yeah. it's, it's the second winner. Yeah, no, it was, it was decent to have that, but you can't grumble on the way Matty played. No, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was <clears> he, he was one of the last proper wingers, proper wingers we had at West Ham. Not, yeah. you know, left-footed, put him on the left, he crossed him for your job done. Um, and obviously, going into the Premier League, you know, we sort of after that we sort of struggled a little bit. Obviously, um, you know, in terms of I always remember that the one goal I always remember of yours, it's not really the goal, it's the aftermath, was the Arsenal goal when it all kicked off between parts oh, and... It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> to be fair, I didn't even know about that until we got in and sat down in the change rooms and obviously we got a TV up and it shows all the highlights and stuff. I didn't yeah. know, that. I just asked the question, it was parts and thing having it out on the touchline after I scored. It was, and then obviously you see what happened. Brilliant, so funny. Do you know what? And, and I know sort of some people criticise criticise Paz <laughs> his time at West Ham and things like that. But you see, they why? Well, I think some people no, not necessarily. I think I think it's it an odd thing to say because we got. Look, but we're talking I now. Do, we've got some to people, a final no, I, to, I totally agree. Every year, so I totally surely agree. that's what you'd want I know. of your manager. I know you. No, Mark, Maz, I'm, I'm I'm the same man. I'm the same. But people, because in in certain tenures, people, it's like when you look back at someone like Big Sam's era. A lot of people criticise Big Sam as being a West Ham manager, but he did. He got us slid. He got us up into the Premier League, and he got us a solid base to be a Premier yeah. League team. Yeah. Same as same as Curbs as well. I mean, Curbs kept us up in the you know the Great Escape and things like yeah. that. Um, so for me, it's you know. But I mean, Pards, you know, obviously, I loved Pards. Yeah. I loved him because he was the only one. I mean, I've been doing this. I've been working at West Ham for 20, I think it's my 21st season coming up now. He's yeah. the only manager 
who gave a shit about what music we played because obviously he wanted to make sure everything. So literally every, pretty much every game, me and Jem would be in his little that little crappy manager's office. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I remember that one. And he'd be saying, "So Russ, what's um, what what we what we playing today?" And I'd be like, yeah. "I don't know this, this, this." And he were like. <clears throat> what about a bit of, bit of Frank Sinatra? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting you say stuff like that because as a manager, like obviously supporters, I love talking about stuff like this. It's like yeah. I, I ask you the question. So, what would you rather do? Play nice and don't be doing much that season, and obviously survive. Play, play yeah. mid tape or I don't know, pards giving it a go and get into a finals every year. That's what I mean. Um, and that, and well, that's, what what would you yeah. would want? Because obviously for, you're saying fans weren't happy with him or weren't having him. For me, for me, I I am very much. I was very. I, I mean, things. Anyone who's on the touchline at West Ham, I yeah. will be hundred percent behind because they've yeah. been because they are they are leading our team. And actually, mm. you know, for us, for I think sometimes I think we get a little bit above not above our station. That's the wrong expression. But sometimes I think, you know, for <laughs> us, good cut run. Yeah, Premier League, so you know, get tenth, eleventh. I mean, this season's obviously last season was was very different, very different. Um, but this, you know, ninth, eighth, something like that, good cup run. And Pars did it. Pars did it. He had the, he had, he did have the label being. I think he, or I mean, he called himself Chocolate, or people called him Chocolate as well. Yeah. And that, that's that's him, and and how and how he tends. But obviously, sim, similarly, at other clubs, he's coming, made a big difference, and then it's all fallen by the wayside. You know. It's just happened at other clubs. For yeah. me, I think Pars was brilliant. And as I said, I, I really enjoyed my time. I think that's why you're one of the most requested people we've had to come on the channel. Because as you said, you know, we got to the playoff final, we lost. We won the playoff final that season. The following season, we got to the FA Cup and the Premier League. In our recent history, or in our, for the last 40 years, mm. that's probably our most successful bit. Bar this it's season. Amazing, mate. mate. Them, them four years. Right. Right. And obviously, at the end of it, we... <laughs> Fighting relegation. The well, that's great the best way, though, man, isn't it? That's that is it. <clears throat> I can't really grumble in the, in the four years of being at a club that how, like, I don't know what's the word, extreme it was for the whole throughout the whole season. Eventful. And the, yeah, I remember the second season. I remember on the pitch that was a, and I was like screaming. That was a long old season. I remember like because it, it was such hard work that season yeah. was. I was getting to the playoffs and then getting promoted to the Premier League. It's just like what Pards was there to do. And that's what he told me when he when he signed me. He says, "I want to get back to the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. I'm making you my number one striker." Um, and I, I, I thank you for it because he, he made my time um, amazing, literally yeah. amazing. And I think also with him, I think you know, and also I think to be fair, I mean, obviously we've, we've interviewed some players who 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 were under Pardew's stewardship and were promised things and they didn't happen. But then yeah. that's football. That's football, you know. So that's that sometimes, yeah, yeah. Happens, but, you know. but still, the lads that we had there were still together. I know it's, it's hard sometimes for managers and um, with players because every player wants to play. And okay. I feel sorry for some of them if they're not playing. But at the same time, the lads, were, we had a togetherness. And that yeah. sometimes that goes badly for clubs if you've got a player that doesn't want to play. can can upset the situation. Yeah. But we didn't have that because yeah. all the lads was backing each other. They did, man. And as I said, I think also we learned from the, obviously we, we spoke to a few people in, in your squads and obviously from that first playoff where it was all the suits and it was all the video, the vlogs and all that type. Yeah. And next yeah. time it was just like business, track yeah. suits, get it done. We're here, and yeah. We sort of learned from that. Literally, we? yeah, see, that, you've said it right there. You don't need to interview me, so you know already. It's nightmare. I, just, I could have just done it myself, but no, 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 it's true. It's true, man. And I think, you know, there just seemed to be, you know, I just... 
it was a real there's i mean there's some par- parallels to like west the team now as you said to a togetherness there was a togetherness maybe not you know but it's more of an internal togetherness do you know what i mean as you said yeah. like you on the pitch you know you know someone like nige wouldn't say he'd, he'd be rear coker wouldn't necessarily be one of those guys who are going to be banging the shirt and doing all this but internally you know all of you together were just a, a real tight unit a real yeah, tight Nigel was unit. an amazing captain yeah um, from inside obviously he got a bit of stick during yeah. the end of his career at west ham um but he was unbelievable he looked after everyone make sure everyone was right he did everything he was probably one of my best captains at, at west ham yeah considering he's so young as well <laughs> very so young. very yeah, great leadership mm. and obviously both of your times were so were so you know inherently ingrained with west ham that you can only play for teams with claret and blue because you went both and I, yeah, went on the gun somewhere else God, <laughs> was, that, that was that tough man was that tough or was it yeah, was you ready it to was move tough. On? it was tough um obviously uh, curbs come in um he had his own thoughts what he yeah. wanted to do and then i just had an opportunity to play with martin o'neill obviously coming from nottingham forest he's course, like yeah. a forest legend so to, to obviously go to that after West Ham, we can't really turn things like that down again. So it was massive for me, especially to join Aston Villa. Mm. And obviously being part of that, you know, great escapers. I mean, as I said, you've bloody got it all. Literally, you've you've ticked it all. You've got like prep promotion, yeah, promote your players. Times, mate. It was literally good times. I'll tell you, seriously, if you talk to anyone, any of the lads from our era, yeah. I'll guarantee you they'll say it was good times. Just because yeah. what in the footballing career situation we did it all at west ham at yeah, that time yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the same thing yeah. literally he was around the same time i think his tenure is very similar to yours you yeah. know he's literally that is the that is the most intense period i've had in my in terms of highs and lows we literally yeah, every time. year we had it had something going for us yeah, yeah. um and it's interesting. Uh, we said like we had Anton on and various others, and then they talk about that sort of the playoffs, but then talk about sort of that sort of the great the great escape as well. And you know, I've just finished a book. Someone wrote a whole book about that season. It's a funny old season that last season, your last yeah. season. Very Mad- strange. Yeah. It was madness. It was madness. quite crazy, really, really crazy. That season was. Yeah, I mean, you know, what was it like turning up for training? And oh, look, there's Carlos Tevez and Javier Maserano there. That was very strange, to be fair. Um, not knowing who they was at the time. Yeah. Um, Apologise to the, to the lads because they were fantastic lads. Um, I don't think they even know what they were getting themselves no. into because no. <laughs> they're obviously no. owned and finding out what actually happened to them and where where they came from. But they were two fantastic lads, two fantastic players, fantastic players. Yeah. What they've gone on to do in their careers shows how how good they are. Um, felt sorry for them in a way, obviously coming in. Um, and then it sort of upset the, the apple cart at West Ham with them coming in because I think Pards was under pressure to play them. Yeah. And he didn't really want to because he got, obviously got likes of Hayden Mullins and everyone else playing before them. Obviously didn't know what they were actually capable of doing, but we still survived and we did really well. And Carlos was one of the main people that kept West Ham in the, in the Premier League. So yeah. it worked out in the end. And what's it like for when? Because obviously you, you came in so. I mean, basically you were Pards' main man. You was yeah. you was his, you know, and and then Pards to go and Curbs to come in. I mean, what's it like for a player when a new manager comes in? Do you feel like Christ? I've got to start all at zero again, or is it like right? I'll just carry on doing what I'm doing, and what happens happens. Yeah. Yes and no. What you just said yeah. there is 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 part of that, but at the same time, you know what you're capable of, and then you just have sure. to go and do your bit and 
make sure that he has a hard choice to to not play and if someone else comes in his spot and then when you take your place again you have to show him that you should be there than him it's yeah. at the end of the day managers have their own ways they want to play and not play so and if you're not part of that then you just have to try and go somewhere where you are you can make a team you can be part of that team yeah and you tell you what i never made the connection with mike o'neill and nottingham forest and villa you might yeah it's like yeah i can so see why you'd want to you know as a forest you know as coming through the forest ranks like o'neill was like one of you know the boys and it's like yeah no totally no totally makes sense right quick question from andy Andy asks who who was the toughest center back you played against toughest that's that's a good question because i've i've played quite a few when i think it was when i was 18 19 um, I made my debut in the Premier League with Nottingham Forest, um, and I, I was up against Tony Adams and uh, Martin Keogh. Wow. Wow. It was daunting, really. That, that was my first experience. Both them two, like, they weren't scared to let you know they, they were coming straight through you. That was sort of old school methods. And then yeah. I went on in my career, and I obviously playing against like Rio, John Terry, wow. Desai, um, Vincent Company. Village, I think I think that was the the toughest one. Um, Village and Rio, yeah, uh, them, them two as a partnership was 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 quite scary uh, and solid. To be fair, I loved old school playing centre half, battling with your centre half, yeah. centre forward battling against his centre half. That was just me, like tense of strength, and that was that was a tough one. Them yeah. two. So you've got you've got the physical presence to be honest, Maz, isn't it? In yeah. terms of against you know, you're not like Jermaine Blessing, you know, it's like no. you could you could stand up to these guys, but yeah, yeah. no. I'll say I'll say them them two were the physical battle that I've oh, had. That's a good question, yeah. Well done, Andy. <laughs> right, let's let's go and talk about your eleven, Marlon. So obviously everyone we have on the channel, bar bar Nigel actually. Nigel didn't do an eleven, he chickened out. Um who else? Did he? Red... Yeah, he did. I don't think Nigel really understood what was going on, to be honest. Yeah. Too many of them cigars. No, yeah. probably. He's gone to his head. He he's loving them. He's loving them now. God, God, he's like on them like anything. He loves a cigar, doesn't it? And they're never, and those are they're never small ones. They're those cigarellos. They're proper no. like cube. Yeah, you know, that's the wrong picture yeah, to do, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, so everyone we done it, apart from Nigel, I think Harry Redknapp didn't do one, and Ian Bishop, but everyone else has done one. We put an eleven together. So the idea is that the players you played with, as I said, you had probably sort of two or three different eras really coming sort of yeah. that, that first era for the chat for the playoffs that we lost then the second and then obviously towards the end as well that sort of three years lots of lots of players but and it's only a bit of fun it's only a bit of fun yeah, yeah. Only... yeah definitely definitely right so between the sticks yeah who's going in oh it's, it's a hard one because obviously um stevie bywater uh jimmy walker i had rob green and shaka hislop oh. um but i think the the, the games that meant a lot to us more i think shaka was in there more than anyone else so and he was like a, a solid person that you can you know you know when you have a keeper like that in your in your in your in your goal and the defense is he, he he's nicest man possible oh i love shacks oh love so he, he would he would be my keeper and and, and i always say this about shacks so i used to work i used to live in when i used to live in Loughton, I used yeah. to work. This was the first time, not his second time, his first time with us. He, every Friday, I used to work at Safeways. Do you remember Safeways? Do you remember yeah. Safeways? Yeah. So I used to work in Safeways in there when I was about 15. Still open? Safeways still open? No, I don't think so, is it? No. It would I took over. Know. I don't know. It might still be. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those random ones, you know, like when you go down like a, somewhere in 
I don't know, Weymouth, and there's a CNA still there, or you know, it's yeah. just a random brand. But anyway, so say, and and every Friday, if West Ham were playing at home, he would do his big shop, and I loved that. He'd go there, and you'd see him because he was so tall, his head would be over the stand, and I, and I would always make sure, always make sure I was at the till. I loved him. I love Shaxx. He's so he's so cool. He's, he's the most relaxed, like laid back bloke I've ever met. Yeah, no, he's so chilled out. I think that's the Caribbean in him. Yeah, yeah. Although when I, knew, when I interviewed him, I think it was because he he lives at the East Coast, doesn't he? And it was about 30, 38, something like that in New York, and and his air conditioning was broke, so he was like dripping sweat. Bless him. <laughs> I loved it though. Right, okay, put Shaxx in. Let's go. Let's go defense. Let's go. I know. Left back, left back. Left back. There's only one left back. Come on, the old Conchi definitely. Oh, he'll be happy. He'll be happy. Yeah, no, that left, that left foot of a wand, and he, his engine was was phenomenal. One of the fittest guys I I know. Um, Conch was uh, amazing at left back for yeah. us at that time. He was. He really was. He was. You know, he was so. I don't think he gets enough credit because he sort of came in between a few. You know, yeah. obviously, we have people on GDC. No, that's credit, no? Uh, I don't, I, I think, I, I think, I don't know people... what like, be like Dixie and stuff like that, but that's what I mean. Well, Dixie, I, mean. I would say Conch is right up there. No, I agree. I agree. Because there's, there's all that period you had like him, uh, you had uh, George McCartney played, and, and yeah. then you had like, then it came a few more Clark, I mean, we had Clive Clark and people like that, you know, sort, yeah. of bit, sort of bit part players, and then, yeah. then yeah. Crest came in. And so, but I think Conch, oh, I love him. I love Conch. Conch. I love, and I love, and that's what I love about. So that's what I love about a lot of the West Ham players is a lot of their kids are in the school. You know, obviously these kids in the academy there. Yeah, and yeah, really well. You know, it's great, and he's obviously now in charge of the. He's a he's in coach of the women's team now. Was yeah, assistant, yeah. So. assistant coach. Love it, love it, and all like yeah, Zav good. and Colton. It's brilliant, man. It's brilliant. Right, yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, Conch is left back. Let's go right back then. Right back will have to be between. Oh, there was a few, but I would, I would have to put uh, Danny Gabbard on there. Oh, I'm going to put Gabs in. Good yeah, Gabs. I'm to put Gabs there. I like Gabs. Got to find his name. There we go. Yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing hasn't happened after the first when the when lockdown first happened. Gabs was all over Insta doing his DJ sets. He hasn't done any more now. No, he hasn't. There's got that one now. He's very much social media, which he's, he's very good at. Punditry. He is very good. He is. he is. We got. He's coming on soon. But yeah. But Gabs is like. I used to love his little DJ sets in his loft. You know, it's great. He's just like. He's just like. I had a wave of a time. But yeah. Time past time. Top top player. Top player. Yeah, lovely guy. Right. right. Okay. We'll put him in right back. Who's going to go? Who's your first centre off him? Uh, it would probably be Ginge on the left. Nice. Ed Collins. Top Ginge man. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, great in the dressing rooms. Great to have solid, sort of an old school and a new school center half. Yes, Got two, two great feet. He loves to tackle, can edit, kick it. He's 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 proper. Yeah, and I think he he when he when he, when he came back for his second term at West Ham, he became more. He was more old school. Maybe he was a bit older as well when he came back. And yeah. I think spending that sort of time with Richard Dunn as well at Villa made him into more of a you know, he had the shaven head. He came back and he was, he was just like, so I loved, I love Ginge. Lovely bloke. Right. Okay. We'll put Ginge on the left. Then who's going to go on the right then? 
and it's on Ferdinand. Oh, he'll be happy. He'll be happy. <laughs> My boy. He, That's right. Yeah. To be fair, I felt sorry for Anton because obviously it's hard for him when you got a, a brother like Rio. Yeah. That was his name, Frio, really, because every time Frio had Rio had something, three weeks later, that's Anton, what, that's Anton what Bobby happened. called him. Three weeks, so, he called it three weeks. So, yeah, Frio was uh, <laughs> what happened. So, oh, yeah, no. but no, he he stood up for himself, being yeah. his own person, his own man, um, a great defender, solid, quick. Yeah, he, he did well, did very top well. Top man, yeah, top man, lovely bloke. And it's really because yeah, we when we interviewed him, he spoke about. I mean, I didn't, I didn't sort of bring it up, so to speak, because I thought he must yeah. be sort of really pissed off about. We're I mean, not not annoyed, but you know, it's the same questions. But he just said, yeah, it was it was tough because you know he's in the same position, well, the same, he was in the yeah, same yeah. shirt. He'd been, and people remember like Rio joining the academy, Anton was there, you know, t- holding his tail string. Three years younger, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, he was more, more into it. Must have been. Yeah awful but uh, yeah i mean it's, it's all a, a double-edged sword really isn't it really um right okay nice 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 let's go into midfield then right let's go left wing i could probably guess the left wing based on what we've always spoken about maybe. yes matty everton come on definitely can't um don't make him like him anymore to no. be fair that the game sort of changed where you're having a left winger that's like going at your right back and putting crosses in and it's not like that anymore. But he, why, yeah, he, why is that, Marlon? Why is that? I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. It's a shame, though, because the the the, the right back and left backs, or if it's a wing backs or whatever you call them, yeah, they're so high up. But if you've got a, an out and out left winger, he, he ain't he's gonna he ain't gonna be going up that no. far anymore. Because if he if he you got to do a job, and you yeah. got to defend. So like you got right and left backs in people's boxes and scoring goals now so but if i'm sure if they had a massive everton against them i don't think they'll be doing that very often no or they'll put them on the right side into the left side won't they sort of inverted yeah. i don't i don't get it football such can be such an easy game i think we overcomplicate it by doing these things but yeah that's yeah. why i love matty because he said he was sort of they like we'd had a whole range of we had like people like stan lazaridis and, and matty holmes and matty rush and these guys were proper like speedsters and then Matty was yeah. like a bit of a knockback to that but oh, I loved him absolutely loved him and he's a, he's a lovely guy as well and I've been funny it's like you know we've had, we've had over 80 like player interviews it's mental yeah he, he but not you know everyone's a lovely bloke you know what I mean? yeah. or a lovely That's lady a sorry man. Kate we're Kate Longhurst as well but yeah. everyone's a lovely bloke and a lovely lady yeah. none of them are assholes you know what I mean not in that dressing room. We weren't allowed it, to be fair. Yeah. If someone was that way inclined in their mindset, we, we would have changed them or they would have been out. That yeah. dress, that's how the dressing room was. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, right, I'll put Matty on the left. Let's go with the... Who's going to be on the right side, then? Yossi Benayou. Oh, man. Oh, Yossi. I love Yossi. A little, little genius. Oh. little genius he is. Um, for, for how small he was yeah. and how technical he was and how strong he... he 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 got in he he just got into us he was in our he he was the nicest guy probably the nicest guy in that dressing room he would literally do anything for anybody um and he just grew into our a way of playing and if he if there was a tackle to be made such a small lad he will make it yes the fight he'll fight and then he'll bring all his magical skills into a game he loved a chop and a chop again and a chop it just makes people is this so yeah, Yossi Benu. I think I think of Yoshi as well. I mean, he's some guy who 
Uh, and to be honest, I think like, he might have been and someone like Anton. It could be Bobby, someone like that. And he said, you know, what, what would surprise you about Yossi is, as you said, love the tackle. Love yeah. the tackle. Love the bit of the aggro. And, you know, he, I mean, him and Matty, but bless him. Yeah, but they look like they could. I mean, but it, both of them are very, you know, bag of bless them. You know, it looks like if, if a win, a strong win comes, they'll yeah. fall over. But yeah. Yossi was like, yeah. And I went back and watched it, and he put it about Yossi did. Oh, I love did, him. Did, did. Oh, I love him. What a great player. Right, centre mid. Who's your first centre mid? Um, I'll have to start off with Hayden Mullins. Yes. The holding man. Um, the number four that everyone calls now. Um, he was Mr. Cash. He was just so casual, popping. He, I think he's one of the players that really gotten underrated at West yes. Ham. Um, but he, he, we knew what he did for us. Um, yeah. Picking up things and little passes and stuff. And he, he was there when we needed him. He's one of those players. And I think, I think it was when we interviewed Bob or someone like that, I said to him, because... We've interviewed like yourself, Bobby, Anton, mm. like even people like like Luke Chadwick, people like that. Mm. Everyone put Hayden. I think Luke Chadwick put him right back just to get him in the team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah. but West, as you said, if boom, you know, someone a fan gives their eleven, he'd appear. Yeah. And it's because, and well, Bobby said because fans don't understand football. But I don't think I think what he meant to say was fans didn't understand what he did, what he what brought he to the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's a good you know way of I mean? putting it. <laughs> That's a tough way of putting it. Yeah. I know, yeah. Hayden, he, he did a lot um, when we were in that pitch. You just you can be reliable for him in yeah. his position and what he had to do as a number four. Um, he, he was up, he was down, he's helping defence, picking up things. He, he, he was decent. Yeah, and I think, and obviously, you know, famously there was that there was that punch up the week before the FA Cup final. Yeah, him and him and Louis Garcia got sent off. And for Liverpool, I don't think they give a shit that Louis Garcia was was was. But for us, that that I I, I truly believe if he didn't get sent off, we would have won the FA Cup because of what yeah. he brings to the team, isn't it? So true. Oh yeah, because Fletch, Fletch came in, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did. I mean, Fletch was a great player, but wasn't he did well. He, to be fair, he came in, and that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. The squad we had, mm. he came in and did a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal considering he didn't play majority of the season. No, yeah. No, Fletcher, you're right, man. You're right. But yeah, Mullins was top notch. Yeah. And now he's now he's obviously Colchester manager now, so I know. It's doing really well for Good himself. Luck to him. So Good luck to him. Yeah. All right, okay, so we've got one more spot. Who's gonna the midfield? Who's that last it's, spot? So? Oh, come on, it's Captain Nigel. Uh do do do. Yeah, Captain Nigel Coca. Yeah, this guy. He he Another one that we had in our team that had a fantastic engine, um, strong in the midfield, liked to work hard, making tackles when they need to. Um, I always remember the game at Highbury um, and Nigel, he was just on one that game, yeah. which was just fantastic because the players he was playing against, the calibre, um, and he just took it on. It was awesome that day. I think that I mean that game was just an awesome game, wasn't it? I think you yeah. had I think how strong he was and where he ran through and just he had no fear. So yeah, I, no, I, I think yeah, that's exactly it. No fear, no yeah. fear. And I mean, I mean, you had yeah. I mean, I remember looking at the game again because someone who did we have on? And they spoke about it. I can't remember. I can't remember. But obviously, famously, you know, that was the last. That was the last game. Was that the last Emirates or something to do with Emirates? Yeah, last game of Highbury. In it. Always go down. West Ham always do that, innit? Yeah. That or Spurs or whatever. You know, we always put that stuck stuck in. But yeah, that was a different different class that game. Um, right. Okay. So there's a nice midfield. 
Nice, Richard. Right, okay, up front, first striker. Who do we have him? So, with the strikers, am I joining a striker or you, is it having you, two? You can, you can put yourself no, no, and get I'm that. asking him if I'm joining or is there so, oh, it's your, two in there? It's your, it's your team, man. It's your team. Do what you want. I'm, I'm asking you because well, that's I'm, not my team. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not DJ Rusty B's 11. Put themselves in there or have they? Some do, some, <laughs> some do, some don't. Some do, some don't. Um, who did? This what I mean. I think you did. I don't think. I don't think. This is a hard one for me. This is. Well, okay. Well, well no, actually, I'll make it easier. I'm going to have to put myself because there's only one person I will want to pay up front with. Because if I put him and then someone else, then I'm going to be leaving other players out that that, that, <laughs> that could be in there. So no. I think I'll put okay. myself. Well, put yourself in. Okay, we are, you know, 56 yeah. goals, 170 appearances, you know, one in three, over one in three. That's not a bad return. Not bad. No, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Take I, will, that. I will grumble in my career. No. I've enjoyed it, and I would never take, I wouldn't frown upon that. It's quite a decent no. ratio. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, I think, do you know, I think that's a very diplomatic thing to do because I probably know who you'd pick otherwise, and you'd miss one out. And then, yeah. Right. Okay. So, who's who's the who's the other striker you would love to partner with then? Yes. And see, this is now because obviously playing with Teddy, playing with Colton Cole, playing with Dino, yeah. playing with Jermaine Defoe, yeah. playing with all them. It, it's just it, it was good. It was exciting, but I didn't have the the connection. I, well, I did have a connection, but not as much as I had with Bobby. Yeah. And um, Bobby Z was just I don't know just. We just had a great understanding on and off the pitch because he sat next to me, obviously in the change rooms, um, and he just he's a phenomenal guy, and he yeah. he, he loves a winner. He yeah. just loves a winner, like million pound Bob. That's what I'm going to start calling him every time. He he's always in the right position to get that goal. Um, where what other club he's been to, he's always been that guy. Do you know what he's? I said to him when I interviewed him, he's probably got he goal, goals to money ratio. In terms of the goals he scored to what they're worth, he scored the winner in two thousand and four five season to promote yeah. us in the Premier. Yeah, the same thing for QPR, and so that's so that's a that's like three hundred million quid's worth in two yeah. goals. Europa League as well. I, th- I think he scored the semi final to get into the well, final, so he must get off half, half a million, <coughs> half a million on three goals. Easy, easy, mental, so mental. He would have to be my choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be happy. Because you'll probably see him when you do do this football escape soon. So yeah, right. he's here tomorrow. <laughs> he's literally here tomorrow. And he's always always having the games and stuff. So I need to beat him. Yeah, he'll be happy then. He'll be happy. Right. So there we go, man. Nice team. Love it. Love it. Love it, Maz. Um, and old. That's. Do you know what? I look at. Sometimes you look at teams, and it just it just brings me back to like a, a really happy time. It was a really fun time to be a West Ham. It, it was so good, mate. It was so good. In the dressing rooms, and it, it, it's like a four-four-two. Like I love that, and I love playing up with a striker. Yeah, um, it's so good. But obviously, everyone plays one up front. Oh. And I, I really don't understand it. No, no, I don't really today have a massive jolly up. Like I know they, they still have good games, and it's hard, but yeah, they don't have that battle or knowing where to be. And if you've got two of them up there, they've got to deal with one striker. Yeah. So surely they should they should do good against one striker. Yeah. 
but then you get the wingers come in and now as you said like the fullbacks are not fullbacks they're wingers and you know it's it's one yeah. of those things i just i just find football could be so simple as you said you you, you know big matt you up you with with the foe or you and bobby and and just getting that effrington whipping the balls in you either get him in or you knock him down to the foe it's, it's yeah. a simple game well, great. it's a simple game oh, man. but anyway yeah. Anyway, man, thank you so much for time. I know you've just you've, you've absolutely shattered. So you can have, have a cup of tea and have a kit before uh, before dinner time. But I really, really appreciate your time. Thank no, you're you so very much. welcome. You're very welcome. And obviously, thank you to everyone. Glad, for glad we got it. Got it in. Oh, it's in. It's a year in the a year in the making. A year Long in the making. Coming. Doesn't matter, man. Good things come those that wait. So, true stories, true stories. so for myself and for Maz, take care, everyone. Stay safe, wash those hands, get those jab appointments, come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.